Me Time and Murder is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, well, big surprise. So this is going to be a longer uh, Tea Time Terror. Um, so this is a review on the Harry Bowes Amazon, on the Gold Bears. Okay. On the, okay, on the flavor, on the gold flavor Harry Bow Gummy Bears. I believe it's like the extra large packet. So this is a review by Jeffrey Lambert about the Gold Bears Harry Bow Gummy Bear Gummies on Amazon. I don't know how to say it. Okay. <clears throat> this is a cautionary tale. And unlike most of the other reviews on this product, this is a true story. And its authenticity can be qualified by a small news item that appeared in the Toronto's in the Toronto Star's local news section during the month of April in 2013, much to my chagrin. Oh my god, what happened? <laughs> it's so crazy, the news. this story. Well, the local news. I would consider myself a prudent man, not given to bouts of outspokenness or craving attention, and certainly not one to rock the boat. On any given day, I can be found reading a crime novel on a park bench in the middle of the city, soaking in the opulence of nature while nibbling on my tuna fish sandwiches and fending off the vicarious gulls and squirrels that threaten to spoil my repose. Yeah, this guy really likes his descriptive words, doesn't he? Ah! He loves a good adjective. Um, it's like it's like in Friends when Joey changes all the words on the synonym. Oh, does he? I don't know if I've seen that one. And it's like he changes all of the words on the computer to make him sound more smart, but it's just like really like hard to understand. This is me, law-abiding and introspective, which is why it came as a shock to me to find myself incarcerated because of the devil's confectionery, Satan's sweet meat. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Say that. I just lost the plot when he said devil's confectionery. The devil's confectionery. He got incarcerated. What? Wait. Yeah. Satan's sweet meat. Lucifer's lozenges. Lozenges? Lozenges. That's such a hard word to say. Lozenges. 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 The horror that is known as Harry Bow sugar-free gummy bears. I'll set the scene. It was late winter slash early spring in Toronto, and the city had just been digging itself out from a late season from a late season snowstorm. I was heading to Pearson International Airport for a red eye to Amsterdam in order to give the Dutch arm of our company some training in the new software that had been installed. And then in brackets, I'm deliberately being vague to prevent my work to prevent my place of work from being linked to, from being linked in any way in the incidents that occurred. I have just finished packing, checking the time, and found I'm running late. My flight was at 7 10 pm. And it was now almost 5pm. Cursing softly, I ran to the car and threw my bags in the trunk, hitting the gas a little harder than usual in my haste to make it to the long-term parking lot as soon as possible. Luckily, traffic was light on the 401 and I made it to the airport in record time, but knew my chances of making the flight were still at risk if I didn't use my time wisely. I hate that feel. It's the worst feeling. I know. <laughs> did, I, like, did I ever tell you about when... After we visited you in Hong Kong and then Joseph over in um, Tokyo, in Tokyo yeah. when we were flying back, we were in the airport. Oh, it was ridiculous. It was like for like 
six hours or something stupid oh and God. like for like five hours we like messed around and we're like mm-hmm. just wandering around I think we even like had a nap and like we're just <laughs> like just doing nonsense and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it was like our flight was ready and we were like oh my god and we were like you know what those big cities are like the, the airports are massive yeah so we were nowhere near our gate oh it was just the like we had hours upon hours and then we blew <laughs> it, it at up. like the last minute we like blew it oh it was so funny it was so, such a panic though but you made it we made, made it, it but it was like yeah. we should have been the first at the gate and we were like the last <laughs> oh it was just so, so anyway funny. anyway but yeah I hate being rushed at the airport it's the worst feeling I hadn't eaten lunch and I was feeling a bit hungry my stomach rumbling loudly in, pro- in protestation which caused me to look around at the other travelers rushing past me in the busy terminal Mortified that my bodily noises might be heard by others, I briskly checked my watch and decided that I had enough time to grab a quick snack before going through the barrage, the barrage, before going through the baggage check and security, and would get something more substantial once I checked through security. I spotted a vending machine nestled in a relatively low traffic corner of the terminal and rushed over. Already pulling out my credit card and mentally assessing what I had a craving for as to save time interacting with the machine, my eyes scanned the colourful array of confectionery coming to rest on a tantalising rainbow-coloured bag of gummy bears with the simple white logo Haribo emblazoned across the white bag that it appeared to be a slightly a slightly tweaked Helvetica rounded font. Dude. He's one of your people. Helvetica. You're font. letting down the team. This, <laughs> this is embarrassing. Why? <laughs> because he's just every stereotype. The way he's writing, <laughs> the way he's talking, the way he's just like an overly analytical person. That's what a designer is. <laughs> but um, I, I gotta yeah. say, if I'm peckish or whatever, well, he's not, he's more than peckish if your stomach's rumbling, yeah. you're properly yeah. hungry. Do right. not tie yourself over with some glucose. Like, that's not going to help no. your situation. It's just going to spike your blood yeah. sugars and make everything worse. I would worse. definitely, if I was going to grab something, I'd be grabbing like a packet of crisps or Doritos or something. something I would that, yeah, that's going to have bears. a bit more bulk. Yeah, right. The sweets is not a good option. Anyway. <laughs> Each to their own. <laughs> now, I'd to pause here in the story for a moment to underscore the importance of making proper choices. I was hungry. When you're hungry, you should eat food. Food is defined as a nutritious substance that people consume to maintain life. Food. This is what food is. Food. These days, the definition of the word food has been bastardized. And the meaning has been broadly has been broadened to include variable any material that can be digested or rather chewed and swallowed without causing death or severe illness. <laughs> he is kind of true in that respect. There's some weird ingredients. Food, Not so yeah. much in Europe and the UK, though. I feel like it's like stricter over here. Oh, over definitely. Here, yeah. There, there's yeah. there's so many ingredients that are banned over here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Haribo sugar-free gummy bears are not food. They aren't even from this planet. Why did you I am pick like... them? 
I imagine their origins being conceived in a boardroom in hell on top of a team of creative pain administrators, with senior level demons rubbing their hands together in ghoulish delight as hell's chief chemist slowly lifts the veil on their new creation. Oh my god, this guy has got way too much time on his hands and he's so bored. (laughs) Oh my god. The... the point here being, I made a very, very, very poor choice. I pushed the button and the vending machine ejected the brightly coloured bag up into my awaiting hands. Yes, I had it was a bad choice. Bears. It was always going to be a bad choice. Very bad choice. I had always liked gummy bears. They were bright, but rather innocuous. They weren't over- overly sweet, so as to be coming cloying. And of course, each candy came with the visage of a rather happy docile bear reminiscent of the picture one's mind's eye holds of a anthropomorphic oh dude anthropomorphic bears from yogi to winnie i mean they look cute when you're eating it kind of but like very generic looking shape it can only be very basic shape when it comes to the mold i think so because they're so small that you can't get that much detail yeah to me they don't even really look like a bear I don't think they look like a bear. No. Right? They're kind of rectangular. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. The way I figured it, I was taking a bit of a holiday from life so I could relax my fastidious regimented daily schedule a little to allow for some frivolity. After all, I was going to be in Amsterdam come morning with 16 hours to kill before I had to be training the Dutch employees. Maybe I would make a trip down to one of the coffee shops in the red light district and really let my hair down. No. I wouldn't do that. I would see that area of the city from the bus as I went to the hotel, where I would eat at the hotel, restaurant, and drink sparkling water. So I'd better enjoy these gummy bears, my one extravagance to commemorate my break from routine. I joined the queue in the KLM line, which was mercifully short, most likely because of all the passengers from my flight had already been checked through as the flight was scheduled to depart in an hour. I checked my watch again, frowned, and absentmindedly opened the bag of Haribo sugar-free gummy bears and began to munch on them as the line slowly advanced. Are you still there? Mm-hmm. Okay. To be fair, they tasted fine, just like every other manufacturer's brand of the colourful candy, and they were sugar-free too, to boot. Uh-oh. I think I know where uh, this is going. What? Where do you think it's going? If they're sugar-free, yeah. and he's eating a whole bag of them, uh-huh. that's going to mess up his insides. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, trust me. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah, why? Because I've been there. Oh. You, eat, <laughs> you eat you eat one too many sugar-free items in your day and you're going to pay yeah. for it. It does this thing where it like it's like they use alcohol sugars and alcohol right. sugars can like ferment in your gut. And when uh-huh. it ferments, that causes like gas and you get like mm-hmm. literally like bubbles. You can hear them in your stomach. Um, oh so it's kind of almost like a laxative. If you ever look at your chewing gum, it will always say can become, can cause laxative effects if eaten in like high quantities. Because, you know, like oh. chewing gums, all of them are sugar free. It's really hard to find one yeah. that's not sugar free. Yeah. So you have to be really careful how much sugar-free items you eat in one day. So I think I, I think I know where this, where this might be going. I could be totally <laughs> wrong. Maybe he doesn't eat the whole bag. Oh my god! Could you imagine if you're on the plane? That's the worst time for that to happen. I know you don't want to. You want to have as little bowel movements as possible when you're on a plane. Yeah, 
100%. Oh, God. Okay. And this is where I think it's going. This is what made the whole incident that followed so baffling. If they had tasted off or different, I most likely wouldn't have continued to shovel them into my mouth absentmindedly while daydreaming about what I would order to eat at room service in my hotel Amsterdam. I'm so scared. He's just eating all of them. He can't eat all of them. I know. It's such a bad snack. Oh. As I gave the attendant my e-ticket and she weighed my bag, the first of the pains began in my stomach. Oh, no. I knew it. <laughs> you did. Oh, I God. thought nothing of it at first, chalking it up to the fact that I needed something more substantial than gummy worms to tackle my... Worms? Why do you say worms? Bears. Gummy bears to tackle my hunger. But over the course of the next five minutes, the shooting pain began to come in more rapidly, in more rapid succession. At this point, I had my boarding pass printed and rubbing my stomach a little, I proceeded to security. I briefly entertained the thought of trying to find a restroom before going through security. But at that point, my discomfort was manageable and I didn't think it was going to get any worse. Certainly not within the amount of time it would take to go to clear security. I joined the line and started fishing for my passport to present it to the agent checking tickets. I felt a thin sheen of sweat break out over my forehead and underarms. And my... I shouldn't laugh. Oh, God. And my... This must be quite a big bag. He's sweating. Yeah. And my features flushed for a moment as a wave of heat washed over me. Wow. I didn't pay, <laughs> I didn't pay it much heed as going through security always caused me great anxiety and I chalked it up to pre-flight jitters. It was only as I stood face to face with the agent and handed her my passport and ticket that I had a glimpse of the agony that was about to begin. Uh-uh. It felt like time rippled for a moment as if my consciousness buckled so intense was the pain that fired through my bo- bowels. Stop. <laughs> Stop. I- <laughs> they're just like little gummy bears and they look so innocent and it's just causing him so much havoc. Oh, that's awful. I grimaced spastically. Spastically. Spasm? I grimaced spastically. Okay. Is that a PC he word? That. He Can you say spastically? I don't think he should use that word. um, (laughs) Do you know what? I just had a thought. Yeah. Imagine a child at those. Yeah, right. I mean, I I know about like artificial sugars just because I'm interested in them. But like, it just, it's so, you know, like it should be on the label really clearly. Like what if a kid, do you know? Yeah. Anyway. Like, this is not food. Like, you can't... Like, those gummy bears are meant to, like, share yeah, with and, friends and you know eat with what? other I food. companies know that people eat them. Like, I have those sharing crisp bags all the time. I do not share, you know? Companies oh, know Sam, that you don't no share. Way. Get your own share bag. Yeah. Um, and emitted oh. a low moan and felt myself take an involuntary step sideways, starred shot through my head and briefly... My vision blurred and then Holy snapped crap. back He's into focus. He's having a really bad reaction to this. I wonder, is he allergic right? as well? The agent was staring at me with a slight consideration and asked if I was all right. I pulled myself together, stood up straight and declared I, I was fine. Mortified. Did you not allow it on a flight if you're like drunk, overly drunk or overly sick? Like the time Dan right? and I got sick in India, 
Right. And we had to like pretend we weren't sick because they won't let you on the flight sometimes. Yeah. It's really hard to act like you're not sick oh when you're dying. <laughs> Mortified that I had had a lapse of decorum, not only in public, but at a security clearance in the airport. As I fumbled off my belt to go through the metal detector, the pain in my stomach increased and I practically had to sit on the floor to take off my shoes. Oh my God. Terrified of what would happen if I bent at the middle to do it. It was becoming increasingly more evident to me that this wasn't just a stomach ache. No, this was something much worse. As a child, I had had a bout of diarrhea after a trip to Mexico with my family. I remember the feeling of nausea that swept through me before my child self had surrendered to to the gas pains and parked myself on the toilet for hours, shitting until I felt like I didn't have any bones left. (laughs) This this guy can be quite eloquent and then he can just be a bit crass and a bit... (laughs) There's a better word than shitting. Mexican food, that could do it all right. If food is too spicy, it could cause that same sort of inflammatory yeah. reaction but in then people. But in Mexico, it's the same with the water. You can't drink the water. Yeah, that's the other it, thing. It could be a bit dodgy. It's probably the water. That was how I was feeling now. With several key differences, the pain was worse. The sense of an impending bowel movement was so formidable, it gave me temporary amnesia. And it took all of my willpower, all of it, to clench my butt cheeks together. Stop. To, Stop. I to can't prevent, believe this is on Amazon. <laughs> to prevent to my sphincter from exploding. Stop. <laughs> oh, this poor man. Oh, oh God. this poor man. <clears throat> A sudden shock of pain racked my body and I half wondered if I was going to give birth to the Tasmanian devil. The crazy, fever-induced image of said cartoon animal chasing Bugs Bunny through the splashy volcanic shit kettle that was my stomach caused me an illicit, short, manical bark of laughter as I approached the metal detector. A wild, distant look in my eyes, sweat now beginning to pour off me like a long-distance runner from Kenya. The security agent on the other side of the detector shot a a quick glance over to her co-worker, who narrowed his eyes and made a solemn movement towards his holster. Oh dear. Yeah, because he looks like he's really nervous. Right. Yeah. My breathing became uneven as I entered the metal detector, and I realised with alarm that I had taken off my socks without even registering it. Why did you take your socks off? You don't take your socks off to go through the metal detector. No. And one of my shirt tails was untucked at the front. I held my breath, my eyes bulging dangerously from my head as the machine scanned me. As I shakily moved forwards towards the agent for a pat-down, my stomach began to elicit sounds that can only be described as (laughs) otherworldly. It started off as sort of bubbling and... Um, it bubbled, sort of didn't I say it bubbles? Yeah, you did say yeah. bubbles sound. Heard from afar and grew in pitch and intensity at an alarming rate. My jaw dropped in shock What? as what I can only describe as the sound of an agonised wailing alley cat in heat with a persistent doubler effect added to its voice emitted from 
from some neither region of my intestines. The officer's eyes widened in alarm and she kept her eyes glued on my stomach as she thoroughly patted me down. Oh God, she's like petting him on his stomach, making these crazy noises. As she reached my shins, I felt my innards suddenly expand and plummet towards my rectum. With cat-like reflexes, I squeezed my sphincter shut with what seemed like a nanosecond to spare. And I knew, I knew that if I didn't get the bathroom immediately, I would shit myself. With a Herculean effort and all of the strength I could master, I forced my butt cheeks together, knowing that one false move would open the floodgates. I began to walk like a duck. Oh, poor man. Trying to remain as inconspicuous as possible, not even caring now what other people were seeing in front of them. A dishevelled, barefoot, 40-year-old businessman, red-faced, bulged eyes, sweating profusely, shaking slightly, and walking without bending his knees. (laughs) Oh, it's awful. Oh, God. With single-minded intensity, I grabbed my carry-on, shoes and socks out of the plastic tub and passed the x-ray inspection. And without putting anything back on, I turned on my heels with the intention of finding, finding the nearest restroom and slowly dying there one squirt at a time. Oh, my <sighs> But that's not what happened. Oh. I turned to go and found myself staring at three armed agents who oh, stopped shit. me. And asked me if I would follow them. Fuck's sake, no, let him go to the toilet. Oh my god. Oh, why? What's the matter? Oh. I stammered, wincing slightly as the act of speech seemed to strain the tenuous and extremely fragile truce I had negotiated between my bowels and the tempest that raged within. <laughs> I have to go to the. <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom right now, I pleaded. Just follow us. They said, leaving no room for argument. The other travellers clearing the security check stared with curiosity and revulsion at the spectacle unfolding around them, whispering amongst themselves and hurrying to pack up their belongings and get as far away from me as possible. No doubt assuming that the airport had nabbed some sort of domestic terrorist if I hadn't been feverishly trying to hold back the eruption of Mount Vesuvius. I likely would have died of shame. Oh, I need some water. This is long. <laughs> this is long? Mm-hmm. I can't believe this is on Amazon. This is a, a review. A product review. Like It would Amazon. take up the whole page. Yeah. It has so many likes. Like, it's sort of like a viral... Ah, uh, could you imagine um, coming across it? Be like, bingo. I know. Or the person who did it. I wonder if they did this on other platforms. Yeah. Because he didn't buy it off Amazon. He's just commenting about the... <laughs> about the yeah, but I feel like he needs to get his rage out. Oh, right. So, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. With each step I took towards the room that they ushered me into, I felt that my legs would give way. I marvelled at how strong the human will could be. Marvelled at what was essentially patching a hole in the Hoover Dam with gu- bubble gum could actually be sustained indefinitely. Maybe I would make it through this ordeal after all. The room they brought me into was an an examination room. I had pretty much stopped registering details of my environment as my consciousness had closed off all but the absolute necessary functions, breathing, ability to walk. But I snapped back into reality when I heard the snap of rubber. Oh, what's that? 
The slow dawning of realisation poked through my agony and stoic resolve as I turned to face an agent donning rubber gloves. No. No, 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 no. No. Oh my God. What do you think's going to happen? They can't. Can they actually do that? I think so. No. (laughs) Oh God. Uh, Sir, we are going to perform a cavity search on you. No. I can't, I can't believe they're allowed to do that. Well, I mean, people smuggle drugs. I know drugs. they do, but like, I bet like I want my lawyer. Uh, no lawyer. You know, a young, fresh-faced agent stated in a firm but emotionless voice. His short-cropped blonde hair was immaculate, and for a crazy moment, I wondered if he was an actor. And this was all some sort of elaborate practical joke. It would be very surreal. Right, done to amuse bored kids watching YouTube. That'd be very traumatic experience. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit, I don't know, I don't really agree with that. How about a forced cavity search? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's very intrusive. Uh Uh-huh. Very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He must have taken my tortured silence for resistance because he looked at me sharply and said, Lower your pants and underwear, please. You see, he's got to this point. Mm-hmm. He should have said to those three guards that stopped him, sorry, do you mind if I go to the toilet first? Like, all you have to say is... I'm he talking. did. And they, they just said, follow me. Really? Because they think he's smuggling drugs. If he goes to the toilet, he's just going to oh, shit it out. Okay, okay, yeah, I should, totally should have yeah. put that together. So they <laughs> won't let him go to the toilet for that very reason. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, oh... This is the worst situation Panic. ever. Like, I hate having to hold in a pee. Could you imagine yeah. this? <laughs> like, oh my God. Panic started to grip me on its icy grasp and a sudden adrenaline threatened to destroy my sphincters, bulwarks and rend my anus in two. I inhaled sharply and with a pain grasp, I doubled up my efforts to clench my butt cheeks together. Sir, please, I begged, deferring to this kid in an act of desperation. I have to go to the bathroom. You can follow me into the stall if you need to. But I had some bad Harry Bow sugar-free gummy bears. And now I feel like... But they had stopped listening and smirked at each other. Two of the other agents, a tall, dark-haired female and a shorter, balding fat man, looked away from me and I could see them shaking their shaking a little as they stifled their laughs. Sir, face the wall... Put your hands on the desk and spread your cheeks. <gasps> the young agent stated a lopsided grin on his face. But I began to protest and then a fresh shock of pain forced me to stop and lean on the table for support as an ungodly howling rose from my stomach. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. Something between the dying moans of a woolly mammoth and the sound of a bu- of bubble wrap popping underwater. Oh, I exhaled shakily and my focus began to narrow as I rallied for the final battle, shaking uncontrollably and sweat literally raining down onto the tabletop in front of me. I turned to face the wall and heard a meek childlike voice pleading from somewhere in the room. Please, please, it said. And then again, please. From somewhere within me, my mind recognised that this sound had issued from me, although my consciousness had now begun to separate from my body, and I held my breath and prayed to God for strength. Oh my God. 
He probably has some heroin or something up there. The female guard said, as a part of me that hadn't escaped into the other yet acknowledged that she was behind me to the left. Probably high as a kite. Look at him, she said. The shorter guard agreed with a snort off to my right. Spread your cheeks, the young agent said, his voice directly behind me and lower than the other two. This is torture. And bend over. Please God, 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 please God. I whispered in a desperate, manical mantra. I'm not even aware of my surroundings anymore. I I felt like I was lost in an opium fog with half-snatched images and sounds filtering to create a nonsensical version of reality. Another volley of pain tore through me and I involuntarily leaned forward on the desk. My focus completely narrowed now onto a spot on the wall about two feet in front of me. A curious imperfection in the what seemed to be whitewashed stone wall. It was a dark blotch about five millimetres long and shaped like a smiling bear. (laughs) A dancing... (laughs) He's imagining that. Yeah. A dancing yellow bear. No, a green bear. No, red. It was all the colours of the rainbow. My God, it was beautiful. Is this guy a writer? I don't know. It's quite funny. I think he's lost his calling. It just took something as simple as a slight breeze to trigger Armageddon. That's all. No trumpets. No fanfare. No fire raining from the heavens. No cats and dogs living together in harmony. No finger on the button. No prophet to predict it. Nothing. No, nothing. As I stared at the rainbow bear smiling and dancing in front of me, my mouth agape, drooling, eyes glazed and bloodshot, face coated with the sheen of sweat. I heard the softest sound and an exhalation from the young agent behind me. And then, at the same instant, the warm air of his breath feathered across my butt cheeks. I can't handle this. It's too much. I can't too much. I know what's coming. I think I know what's coming. I don't. I don't really want to hear what's it. What's coming? Okay, go, on. go on. Go on. Oh my god. Uh, oh, the detail yeah. is just. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. For just a moment, maybe less, maybe a split second, maybe maybe a nanosecond, I felt the presence of God there with me in that room. <laughs> began to misfire at a blinding rate. Nerve endings bristled and muscles twitched reflexively. I stood on the brink with one foot hovering over the edge and then without taking a step I found myself plummeting. With a sound like an extra large plastic ketchup bottle being run run over by a Mack truck my sphincter released. No, 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 no. The These oh, the... inspectors kind of deserve this. They do, yeah. The pressure of the blast pushed me hard into the desk and the legs <laughs> of the desk <laughs> screeched as they scraped across the floor. <laughs> my, oh my body God. remained rigid 
for a moment as I experienced a relief that can only be described as orgasmic in its purity. Dear God. My My eyes rolled back in my head and my tongue lolled out of my head like a dog as I emitted a low, sustained groan that grew in pitch as the filthy torrent pushed its way out of my body. Oh my God. Tremors wrecked my body and I must have looked like a fish out of water with an endless stream of shit firing out of its ass. Oh my god. Other sounds and sensations started to filter in now as my consciousness began to materialise once more. The muffled scream of a dungeon filled with prisoners near death radiated from my stomach. The rushing sound of liters of liquid trying to escape through an aperture too small to accommodate it all at the same time. The omnipresent sound of a chunky liquid splattering no. against a no, hard no, surface. No. Chunky liquid. No, 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 no. With great force, the high-pitched screaming of a woman's voice calling out to God. <laughs> Another voice sobbing uncontrollably, imploring to make it stop. And In my your own... face, probably literally. Like... <laughs> and my own eclastic monotone wheel. Oh my god. They got their comeuppance that you never should stop someone from going to the toilet. I don't believe that you should ever stop someone. That's awful. Right? When my ordeal had eventually run its course, I was left panting for breath, wobbly-legged, half-crying, half-laughing with relief, barely lucid and feeling as if I had birthed an elephant. Wow. My, my colon felt like someone had poured chilli sauce all over it oh. and then sent a conley of fire ants to eat it. Oh. Through my sobs, I heard the sound of dripping, like when the sprinklers are eventually turned off after an office fire or after a thunderstorm when the willow that hangs overhangs a pond continues to rain down long after the sky, sky has stopped. From me, the sobbing continued and I heard someone trying to speak into a walkie-talkie but nonsensical words were all the man could speak which sounded like the ravings of a lunatic. With great relief, I slowly pulled myself off the table, (laughs) legs still trembling, my stomach eliciting one last sound, a loud prolonged gas bubbling that eerily resembled a pig orgasm. Okay, how do you know what that sounds like? I don't know. Why do you know? Okay. Do they they even orgasm? I don't know. I don't know. I slowly turned my head to survey the devastation, and in that instant, if I had had a pencil or some other sharp object, object, I probably would have gouged my eyes out in revulsion. And the smell. The smell was enough to drive a man insane. It was the stench of rotting potatoes mixed with sulfur and ammonia, cooked in a broth of chicken feces and left to age for two weeks in a yeasty stew at the bottom of a French outhouse. After half a whiff of this ghoulish brine, I immediately stopped breathing through my nose, but the taste was to remain in the back of my throat for months to come. What? That's not possible. 
The young agent had taken the brunt of the foul witch's brew, and at first I couldn't process what I was saying. I thought somehow the young blonde kid had been spirited away and replaced by a brown golem, or that an ATV rider <laughs> that had spent the better part of a day driving through a muddy puddle, he could find a torrential downpour. With some degree of compartmentalization, I came to understand that for some unfathomable reason, this kid hadn't moved or hadn't been able to move through the entire fecal deluge. What? Why didn't he move? He was in shock or what? Oh, uh, he had weathered the entire assault head what? on. <laughs> what? Like some sort of Greek hero mythology. I had given this poor schmuck a one-man shit bukkake that would make a Brazilian pornographer wretch with disgust. He was still in the same position he must have been from the moment of first impact. I had... I tried to comprehend how he must be feeling, what he must be going through psychologically, <laughs> but it became very evident quickly that he had become very broken. No doubt, for so deeply within himself the fire hose that had been turned on that there was no little hope for him ever coming back from it. Certainly not without extensive psychotherapy or a lobotomy. I looked beyond his quivering, catatonic, crouched form to see a perfect out <laughs> to see a perfect outline of him on the white wall behind. Either either side filled in with a dripping, opaque layer of alternatively pulpy and runny fecal stew. I noticed two quivering masses at either extremes of the room and realised they were humanoid in form, although the caterwauling that was coming from these broken creatures was just blubbering gibberish. And this was the tableau that was burnt into my mind's eye for eternity. Needless to say, I missed my flight. <laughs> no <gasps> shit. Actually, a lot of shit. In fact, the next week is a blur. I have vague recollections of my of my army of hazmat-clad figures looming around the brown landscape of the soiled room. The slopping sounds of rubber boats squelching in puddles to fetty Dritus uncontrollable wailing and animal-like sounds issuing from the mouths of creatures that had been traumatised beyond their capacity for being put back together. The complete loss of sensation from my waist as I rolled through the room on a waterproof gurney, its wheels struggling to surf on top of this shit-soaked floor. I spent a week or so in the hospital enclosed in a well-ventilated, sealed room. Jesus! <laughs> with suited doctors coming in in on the hour to monitor my vital signs as as they tried to rehydrate my body. Whoa. I, I had apparently expelled every available drop of water from my body and it was possible that was possible to sustain life without a short period of time. All of my clothes were incinerated because of the hospital's <laughs> in the hospital's crematorium and the spoiled bag of Haribo sugar-free gummy bears was never recovered. This is my story. It's not inconceivable to think that this kind of product can be sold legally and to be misrepresented as food. I was lucky I survived. But as for the families of the survivors, 
and the survivors themselves, they will forever live with the trauma of the events that took place at the Pearson International Airport on that snowy day in April 2013. Wow. The end. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Crazy, huh? Mental. Mental. Like I knew, I knew where it was going once I heard the sugar free, but I didn't, I didn't know it was, like I didn't expect the guards, the police, or the what a security to stop him or like that. It's mm. the worst culmination of possibilities. It's just it's so funny. wow. <laughs> and that's true. That I mean, you couldn't make that up. That happened to that poor guy. I think it might have been a little bit uh, exaggerated. exaggerated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it's pretty fucking funny. Wow. I would love to know more of these. Like I did look for other funny reviews but it's, they're so hard to find it has to be shared virally you know yeah i know otherwise how are you going to come across it i hope that the airport stopped selling them <laughs> although it did sound like it he had a more extreme reaction like a lot of people mm-hmm. will just get bloated and have a bit of gas yeah but like that explosiveness like that's extreme all you guys bye me time and murder would like to thank and acknowledge our sources that make this podcast possible references can be found on our instagram page 